Everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, of his lowly servant girl, And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and He has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear Him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made his promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Again, verses 39 to 56, Luke chapter 1. Then looking briefly in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 12. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. Brothers and sisters, We urge you to warn those who are lazy, encourage those who are timid, take tender care of those who are weak, be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Verses 12 to 19, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 
thank you once again, Lord, for the privilege, the honor, the blessing that is ours as we have the privilege and honor of being able to come to you in prayer every single day of our lives. Thank you for being a heavenly Father that always, always, always has a listening ear for the prayers of his children. Thank you, Lord, for your word, which is truth, your word, which is light, your word, which is so many things. And amongst other things, your word also is a book of prayer. Thank you for how that you're teaching us and empowering us by the power of your word to be a people given to prayer and anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer, praise, worship, and thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Isaac Jackson is our producer. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, love, thank you so much for these moments. And Father, I ask that you'd speak to us now. Father, thank you so much for Jesus who gives us the perfect example, the perfect representation of your love. And thank you that Jesus still lives with us through the Holy Spirit. Father, I ask that you would speak to us today, that you would uh, speak to our hearts, that we would read the scriptures more to know you better, and that uh, we'd grow in our personal relationship with you every day. In your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Today on the broadcast, we're looking at the topic, pray, pray without ceasing. And of course, that's a command that the Lord gives us. He tells us to pray continually in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and also in Ephesians chapter 6 as well. And it's important for us to know, too, that that's a command which sometimes believers might wonder, well, how in the world do you do that? Well, we want to focus on that topic, pray without without ceasing and what that really means. And so we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. As we begin, I'm going to start off by... Uh, I want to invite you to pray with me. I'm going to pray one of the prayers that we have listed on the prayer tool uh, and the prayer resource we call Kingdom Prayers. And if you'd like to get a copy of that resource, just email us. My email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And on a pretty regular basis, our goal here on the network, we're encouraging believers to pray Psalm 91 every single day. One of the reasons why it's so wise to pray it daily is because it's a unique weapon in the Word of God within the Word of God itself, which, of course, is a one big great weapon as well. It's the sword of the Spirit. But Psalm 91 is a unique weapon that's a tool to minister to our physical health and our bodies, but also a tool for supernatural protection from hurt, harm, and danger in this crazy, dangerous world. Let's take time to pray that now. Thank you, Lord, for all those we've lifted up in prayer today. And thank you, Lord, for all those that are part of our listening family. Thank you for your hand of grace upon each and every one of us. Today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today we say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the foul or snare and from the noise and pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. 
Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation, no evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash a foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot because we have set our love upon you. Therefore, you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life, you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. And if you wanted to get a copy of the prayer tool, the prayer resource that we call Kingdom Prayer, simply email us. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to get that uh, prayer tool along with others if you like them as well. Just simply ask for them by name or let, let us know if you'd like to get several of the prayer resources or prayer tools we provide. We're glad to share them with our listeners. Well, our producer is Isaac Jackson, and uh, Isaac will, is going to share some insights on his mind, his heart, as it relates to our topic today, as we look today at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. Uh, so Isaac is going to share his heart at this time. All right. Well, um, this happened kind of suddenly after yesterday's broadcast of uh, Wise Men in Prayer. Um, mm-hmm. Pastor Joseph asked me uh, what I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. But um, I felt like there were a few things that people struggle with. And I mentioned those things. And so we decided to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's so helpful to address issues uh, as it relates to prayer and talking as well. And, you know, I think of this, Isaac, everyone can use help and encouragement in their prayer life. Absolutely. And so we're grateful to be able to address an important topic like this as well. So, so, but... You uh, put together a beautiful and a very insightful outline of insights or issues that you felt like were helpful topics to address in the, as we look at the topic of praying without ceasing. Uh, if you'll share those. Yeah. Um, so first off, I think with prayer, we have to uh, look at who we're talking to. Um, I see a lot of people that look at God as some big, scary figure judging them from from a cloud on in the heavens. And like... Um, that's not really what the Bible shows. So uh, step one of like prayer is who, you're talking to Jesus, mm-hmm. the loving God that revealed himself through the Jews and then completed that picture through Jesus and that sent the Holy Spirit to, to strengthen us to over like to make it through this world while he's waiting for like to bring us back for paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful picture. And so step one of like prayer is like, who are you talking to? Not this big judgy, super powerful guy with the lightning bolt. This is, uh, the loving God who came down in the form of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I would add that to that, you know, as the word of God tells us, um, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus, of course, is the word of God. And I think it's helpful for us to understand this. The whole Bible is a book of prayer. It literally is a book of prayer, and where a prayer is talking to God, it's listening to God. Well, when we're reading the Word of God, it's prayer, and we're, it's heavy on the listening, but it's a book of prayer as well. So I think uh, the the point that we're talking to Jesus in prayer is a very important and very true uh, point as well. So, and I think that kind of comes to the second point of like, uh, how do you pray? Um, I see a lot of kids that are taught to like hold their hands together, bow their heads and then say a formulated like traditional uh, phrase. Um, 
like uh, Our Father in Heaven or, you know, they've got their little food prayers and things, these little cute things. And that makes sense because, like, kids can have a short attention span. It helps them mm-hmm. be a little reverent, see how important it is. But the mm-hmm. consequence of that is I think a lot of adults don't move past that into real conversational prayer. I think mm-hmm. a lot of pre- uh, adults stay there with their structured food prayers, with their normal formulas without going, wait, this is the living God that I'm talking to. I'm talking in a conversation with him, and he can mm-hmm. respond. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think that's a that's another thing that we have to move past. Mm. Um, you know, again, that uh, that that term conversation is a good converse, a good term to recognize exactly. Our prayer life should be, amongst other things, in part a conversation with our heavenly Father. Yes, and then um, after that, I think that with it being a conversation. One of the things that comes up is, uh, what if I don't hear God? Is it really a conversation if I don't hear him? Um, I think that if you don't feel like you hear God, I think you should probably still have faith that he is still listening and continue to listen. I heard a minister once tell me that he didn't hear, like he, he didn't feel like God talked to him directly. And he felt like God offered him that opportunity because he still believed that God was good. He still believed that God was a God of miracles. He still believed that God was personal, but that he was given this opportunity to live out in faith in that despite not having that personal interaction. And uh, while that faith is awesome, I don't think that we should ever create any excuses to not listen and not pray. Mm. Um yeah, I, I think that even if we aren't hearing him and even if he never speaks to us, we should still say you are a personal God and live that out as fully as we can. Mm. Well, you know, I think the whole idea of us hearing uh, God's voice is a very important one. And I would say this, uh, I, could, I know we're coming up on a break in a few moments, so but we'll, we can pick up here on the other side. But a major part of hearing from God, of course, is reading his word. Yeah. And so for uh, it's wise for believers to understand that literally every time we read the Word of God, we're hearing from our Heavenly Father. We're hearing the voice and the wisdom of our Heavenly Father as He communicates and shares with us. And honestly, I think that puts a hole right through that, that minister's argument of like, I don't feel like God personally talks <laughs> to me. Like, yes, he, he does through Scripture and He does through like revealing His character in those moments. If you look at the... Jesus on the cross and say, wow, look at who God is. That is God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we're coming up on the break and we'll, we can pick up right there on the other side. You're listening to the Hour in a Session. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker, producers Isaac Jackson. We're looking at the topic, pray without ceasing. We'll be right back. Wise men brought him beautiful gifts. They 
brown gomer and frankincense. What did they call that little bitty baby? King Jesus is his name. Well, what did the heavenly host proclaim? King Jesus is his name. Well, tell me who would have thought this tiny lad would hold all power in his hand? Tell me what did they call him? Well, the people came from all around They knelt in awe of this king they found The manger held such a holy sign This gift from heaven would bring them life The music of Larnell Harris with King Jesus is his name. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, pray without ceasing and looking at what does that mean in the life of us as disciples and followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we begin this segment, I'm going to read from the book of Psalms, Psalm 61, beginning at verse 1. O God, listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I cry to you for help. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the towering rock of safety, for you are my safe refuge, a fortress where my enemies cannot reach me. Let me live forever in your sanctuary, safe beneath the shelter of your wings. For you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me an inheritance reserved for those who fear your name. Add many years to the life of the king. May his years span the generations. May he reign under God's protection forever. May your unfailing love and faithfulness watch over him. Then I will sing praises to your name forever as I fulfill my vows each day. Verses 1 through 8, Psalm 61. Thank you again, Father, for your wonderful word. Thank you, Lord, for your word, which is a gift to us in so, so many ways. Thank you, Lord, for the truth that your word is you and you are your word. And thank you for the power in your word, the power to save us, the power to heal us, the power to renew us, the power to stir us, and so, so much more. Thank you for the wonderful gift of your word. Father, with every passing day, more and more empower us to be more fruitful vessels that are living lives, prayer-filled lives, following you, walking with you in prayer every day of our lives. More and more, teach us how to pray without ceasing. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession again. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. And Isaac and I are focusing on the topic, pray, pray without ceasing. So, uh, Isaac, if you'll pick up where you left off there. Yeah, so in the first segment, we talked about who are you talking to? Uh, of course, talking to the God of the Bible. Uh, a lot of people have their own perspectives of who God is, but we've got to read Scripture to see who God really is. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about how do you pray? It's a personal conversational prayer, and we talked about what if we don't hear God, and I think that we just got to keep praying. we got to keep listening. Um, so after that, we have some instructions on how much to pray without ceasing. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend once say that they didn't do anything without first asking God about it. Like they wouldn't go to the grocery store without first asking God about it. And uh, 
My wife heard this and got super anxious imagining what it might be like to ask God about everything. And I, I get it. It can uh, be a little overwhelming to pause and pray before opening my car door, then asking if I should lock it, then asking if I should turn to the left or right to turn around, then finally getting into the store and asking if I should get 2% or whole milk or no milk at all or <laughs> maybe soy milk or something else. And uh, like that, that much pausing and... I don't think anybody could manage that, and I could see how that would overwhelm anybody. Um, So, another verse that I think can uh, clarify here, pray without ceasing. Um, In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 6. Acknowledge can be translated differently depending on the version. The New Living Translation says, seek his will. Um, But I do like the word acknowledge. I think that acknowledging God in everything can be how we fill the gaps in between our conversational prayers. It's an ongoing conversation, yes. He is a personal living God, and He is with us. And uh, I don't always need to be actively talking to be acknowledging that He's there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to always be talking to be listening to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a personal relationship, and He is present. And so I think acknowledging really kind of solves that problem with, like, how do I continue to ask about like what kind of milk or what color shirt I need to put on. <laughs> it's it's acknowledging his presence and acknowledging his goodness and acknowledging his laws and his commands and acknowledging his love for me through Jesus. Well, and, and you know, you make a number of very helpful and insightful um, uh, topics or touching on a number of those topics, Isaac. Um, I think of this that, again, I, I, as we alluded to earlier in the broadcast, it's very helpful for us to Understand, we really do need to expand our definition of what prayer is because, again, yes, again, prayer is talking to God and it's listening to God. It's worshiping God. It's praising and thanking God. It's think, it can be meditating on God. Spending time reading and meditating on the Word of God is a form of prayer, again, that's heavy on the listening side. And so uh, it's helpful. I, I believe it can be accurately said that our prayer life is Largely, our life of seeking God and walking with God, our intimate walk with God. And our greatest role model, of course, is Jesus. And uh, the fact is, Jesus in his earthly ministry didn't spend 24 hours a day on his knees, but he never veered out of the perfect will of God. So apparently, prayer, if, if Jesus, who is our great role model, knows how to pray without ceasing, then we need to look at his life. Again, a key for Jesus was what did he do all the time? He stayed close to his heavenly father. That was his continual commitment. He stayed close to his heavenly father. So I think our prayer life is largely our intimate, our close walk with God. And it takes a number of different forms. Now, um, this at all for you listeners, this does not diminish the value of reverent, deliberate prayer. Um, Jesus himself went to gardens to rest. How tired was he and how much strength did he receive from the Father every time he went to a garden to pray? When he woke up early in the morning to go and spend personal one-on-one time intimately talking with the Father. Um, with my wife, I can't just spend my whole day with her present uh, and her feel loved. I need to spend deliberate, deliberate time communicating with her. And I think, you know, I think that's an image that the Father gave us to, to describe our relationship with Him. It can't just be a passive acknowledging Him as being there. I think we need both 
the acknowledgement of his presence and listening to him, and we need the deliberate taking time out to have dates with God, to have intentional personal conversation with him. You know, that too is a very important point. You know, just like, for example, for many believers like Jesus, early in the morning is a time in which they spend concentrated time praying, whether it's on their knees or sitting in a chair, wherever they might be, but time where they're doing praying and um, not doing much much of anything else. Uh, Sometimes people take walks and they pray and converse with their Heavenly Father, which is a good thing as well. Uh, Yet throughout the day, again, we're still, the command doesn't change, pray without ceasing. So, But having a specific time set aside for prayer and nothing else is very important and wise for all of us. But at the same time, staying close and intimate with God throughout the day is clearly a goal for us to be pursuing always listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit, the direction. And also it's good to know many times what in our mind is the is a passing thought will often be the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the more we spend time in the Word of God, the more we'll hear the voice of the Holy Spirit throughout the day. Now, does not mean every thought that runs through your head is God. <laughs> not by a long shot, because some passing thoughts may be from Satan or demonic forces out there, but as we grow more and more, we discern when God is speaking to us and when someone else, when another voice is speaking to us, and we grow in, in discerning that more and more as we mature in our faith. Now, one of my favorite simple uh, rulers, measurements for what I'm listening to is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. um, the effect of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Jesus had all of those perfectly, and he moved perfectly listening and praying and talking to the Holy Spirit the entire time. And so if we are hearing something that is not full of those things, then uh, if that if we are hearing something where the effect of that is not love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, um, then I'm going to say that it's probably not the Holy Spirit because... <laughs> The effect of the Holy Spirit is those things. He is life, he's joy, he's peace, and it's good for, again, more and more as we mature, we can discern his voice when he's speaking. And so that, that too, makes an important point. I'm going to take a moment now. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read Psalm 62. And keep in mind, you know, uh, Isaac, I think of this, that in the Word of God, uh, of course, the uh, main character and person of the Word of God is Jesus. He is the Word as well. But there are other figures in Scripture that God uh, uh, focuses on who are towering figures for different reasons. And one of those persons is King David. And of course, King David, the Bible describes him as a man after God's own heart. And that's a wonderful designation. And I believe it should be the goal of every believer to seek to strive to be a man or a woman after God's own heart here. So David wrote close to close to just about half the Psalms. And the Psalms, every one of them are about seeking God, walking with God, serving God as well. This is Psalm, again, Psalm 62. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I never, my fortress where I will never be shaken. So many enemies against me, so many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them, I'm just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from my high position 
They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to my face, but curse me in their hearts. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Common people are as worthless as a puff of wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on the scales, together they are lighter than a breath of air. Don't make your living by extortion or put your hope in stealing. And if your wealth increases, don't make it the center of your life. God has spoken plainly, that I have heard it in many and I have heard it many times. Power, O God, belongs to you. Unfailing love, O Lord, is yours. Surely you repay all people according to what they have done. All of Psalm 62. Again, and this relates to what you shared earlier, Isaac, too. Conversations with God. A number of the Psalms clearly are conversations and interactions and uh, communings with our Heavenly Father by King David and a few other authors as well. Yeah, um, with our ongoing conversations to God, I think the most important thing to remember is that Jesus is God with us, Emmanuel. And um, like he, he won't leave us. He, he won't desert us. He, he is our protector. He is our strength. He is our comfort. He is our savior. And uh, we're talking to him personally. It's, it's not this ethereal, fairy tale-esque thing. It's not just this structured thing of, oh, I've got to uh, do my duty today. This is like, this is Jesus. He sent his Holy Spirit so that he could talk with us personally, so that he could strengthen us while we remain here until he comes again. That's right. That's right. And you know, it's good to know, too, again, the, the Word of God is the clear voice of God as well. Yet, uh, God clearly speaks to us in many different ways. Sometimes He may speak to us through uh, through a thought in our head, or in our heart, a leading, a nudging. Um, sometimes some people, some believers may hear an audible voice. Uh, but the fact is, that's God's business, how He chooses to talk to us. But God knows how to talk to us in such a way where we will know and discern, we can know and discern that it's Him talking to us. Yeah, um, really with it, I think that is just kind of learning to know His voice. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a stranger call me on the phone, I won't know who it is. If I have a, somebody I've talked to a few times, I might recognize the voice but not really know who it is. Mm-hmm. But then the more and more and more that I talk to Him, the more I recognize His voice. The more I read scripture, the more I know his personality, the more I know who he is, the easier it is for me to hear him. Mm. Um, I'm definitely not perfect at it, but <laughs> but the more we pray, the more we pursue him, the more the more we know him. You know, again, going back to the uh, uh, Matthew 2 with the wise men, they sought God. They were seeking God. And of course, part of seeking God is spending time in prayer. Part of seeking God is spending time in the word. Part of seeking God is meditating on the Word of God. Part of seeking God is obeying and following Him as well. So it can involve many different sides of our relationship with Christ. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We're looking today at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing, and we'll pick up on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back. 
music of Michael W. Smith with Gloria. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. And our producer, Isaac, has been sharing some very important insights and truths about the whole topic of prayer as well. Uh, At this point, I'm going to take time to read uh, an additional psalm, Psalm 63. O God, you are my God, earnestly, I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you, my whole body longs for you. In this parched and weary land where there is no water, I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live. Lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on you through the night. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely, but those plotting to destroy me will come to ruin. They will go down into the depths of the earth. They will die by the sword and become the food of jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear to tell the truth will praise him, while liars will be silenced. Verses 1 through 11, Psalm 63. Father, thank you again for your word, which is a wonderful and a blessed book of prayer, your word that teaches us and empowers our prayer life. Anoint us afresh with the spirit that would cause us to have a growing hunger for your word and that would encourage us to be diligent students of your word who read and meditate on it and thus listen to you and converse with you every day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, we're looking today at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. And uh, Isaac, you had some more insights you were wanting to share further. Yeah, um, for the last little bit, it's just kind of a fun, slightly interesting thing, mm-hmm. but but it kind of wraps everything together a little. Um, so Jesus teaches his disciples to pray at one point. And um, Luke 11, we can read through those four verses real quick. So once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of the disciples came up to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. And Jesus teaches them, and he says, um, This is how you should pray. Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Give us each day the food we need and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to, to temptation. There's this interesting thing about that prayer that... Uh, Theologians and scholars believe that the disciples might have been sent out and exercising demons before they asked Jesus how to pray. So it seems like they were working in authority and in the miraculous before they knew how to pray. Hmm. They said, teach us how to pray. Um, so why did the disciples have to teach Je- or ask Jesus how to pray? Why did they have to ask him? You know, if, if we hold prayer to how we hold it, what was it that Jesus was holding back by not initiating that to begin with? So I believe that Jesus didn't teach them because they were talking to God already. Just Mm -hmm. having Jesus there with them, they were talking to God. And Jesus is one with God and one with the Holy Spirit. Now we have the Holy Spirit sent down as a gift uh, from after Jesus 
uh, went up to heaven. He said, I'm, I'm going so that another may come, the helper. Um, so maybe they were learning to pray by believing in and following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, John 16 says, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak of his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. And skipping forward a little more in that chapter, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from Jesus. Uh, So as we pray continually, we are listening to Jesus personally through the Holy Spirit, through Scripture. We are praying to the God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God that that created the heavens and the earth. He is such a wonderful God. And uh, in that, we get to know Jesus himself. Talk with Jesus personally. It's it's not just sending letters up. It's not just sending formal business requests. This is personal conversations. And we can pray continually and acknowledge him in everything. Since we can't quite ask him questions 24-7, uh, we can acknowledge him in every moment bes- between uh, as we take our deliberate prayer times and gardens and quiet places. And then as we acknowledge him, whenever we're, we're talking to other people, as we're doing our daily uh, responsibilities, uh, he is Emmanuel, God with us. Mm. Well, you know, I, I would I would add this to Isaac. It's good for us to note this that like just like they asked Jesus, teach us to pray. It could be that he would have taught them much earlier, but he was waiting on them to ask. That could be. And you know, I think of this. That's something that God clearly commands us in Matthew chapter seven, verse seven. He says, "Ask and you will receive; seek and you will find; knock and the door will be opened." And I think so many times, and we probably all heard this saying that people say, well, I'm waiting on God, when in reality, many times he's waiting on us. And there may literally be many things that God is willing to give you today if you ask for them. But at the same time, if you don't ask, you may be five years down the road and you finally ask. And then God is thinking, to thinking, I would have given this to you five years ago had you just asked. Because again, uh, a major part of praying is asking, not being afraid or not being discouraged, not feeling like I'm not unworthy or I'm not this, or I'm not that. God commands us. It's not a suggestion. He commands, ask and you receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And he's such a good teacher too in that. As we ask, he can teach us about more and better things to ask for. Um, as we grow in maturity, he can teach us uh, to to grow more in the Holy Spirit and grow more in love and grow more in friendships and grow more in discipling and administering and evangelizing. Like like he will give us opportunities to love. He will give us love. He will give us resources uh, to to do good works. Like uh, if he made all of heaven and earth and like put us here, I'm going to say that he probably will provide us with whatever we need to do what he wants us to do. Mm -hmm. Especially if we ask for it. If we're willing and wise enough to ask, and again, it's not a suggestion, it's a command. And, you know, I, I think of this again, the Bible says in James chapter 4, verse 2, you have not because you ask not. So if we ask the question, well, did I miss a blessing yesterday because I didn't ask? Yes, you did, and so did I. If we ask a lot, remember, God commands us to ask. So we uh, can ask any and all that we desire to ask, and remember, it's as long as it lines up with the word and the will of God. Again, we have a heavenly father that's quite willing to say yes, because God's were to pray in line with his word. And as we pray in line with his word, we will hear the yes of God time and time again. So again, keep in mind, asking you receive, seeking you a fine knock and the door will be open. If you're wise enough to do a lot of asking today, then we have a heavenly father that loves to answer prayer. 
ask and it will be given. Seeking you will find. Knocking the door will be open. Our praying is involves asking and seeking and knocking as well. One of my favorite things in the Bible with the asking is uh, that it saying of praying for wisdom, mm-hmm. um, that God gives wisdom freely to whoever asks for it. Like that, that's apparently just, just a fact. Just like if you ask God for wisdom, he'll give it to you. That's just the way it works. That's um, right. It also tells us to, to approach the throne with confidence, uh, to, to not be timid with how we approach God, because like we are sons now. Mm-hmm. Um, for us who are saved, we, we are sons. The, those of us who believe in Jesus, who believe that he is God uh, and uh, confess our sins, God says that that we have been adopted as co-heirs with Christ. And so we have the same authority to approach God and ask him for, for things as Jesus had, the same authority, especially when we ask in his name, because that's following in Jesus' footsteps. That is so true, so true. Let me remind you once again, the prayer tool that we provide called Kingdom Prayers has, um, well, the latest one has, I believe it's right at 12 prayers in it based on the Word of God. And we've, we've alluded to or mentioned a number of them, uh, a salvation prayer, uh, the Lord's Prayer, uh, but also like the prayer of Jabez and the prayer of Isaiah. Now, let me just say, I would encourage every listener, pray the prayer of Jabez every day and the prayer of Isaiah every day. The reason being is because those are two prayers whereby we are asking God, basically we're saying, God, Lord, use me and use me more and use me a lot. And that's a wonderful way to pray. In fact, God is looking for believers who will pray that way, who are asking to be used because he's glad to run across servants like that. and He's glad to use them as well. So our time is just about gone. Any final insights that you're wanting to share, uh, Isaac, on your mind or your heart today? Um, I think that's all of the main points. I guess we might as well spend a little time praying. (laughs) Okay, go right ahead. So, uh, Father, teach us how to pray. Thank you so much for being kind, for being the good teacher. Thank you so much for coming down to to love us personally. And thank you so much for sending your Holy Spirit to love us still. And thank you that you are going to come again and bring us home. Father, I ask for those who don't believe in you, that that they'd get to know you and that they'd they'd come to know you, that they'd come to believe in you, that they'd cling to you instead of this world. Father, thank you so much for teaching us how to pray. Thank you so much for growing us in strength and maturity. Father, ask that we'd hold on to nothing of this world and that we would just cling on to you with everything we have. Father, ask that we'd love others more every day as you have loved us in response as, as an effect of your love for us. Thank you so much for loving us first, even while we were enemies. In your holy name, amen. Amen. And Father, thank you for all those that we've lifted up in prayer today. Thank you for every one of our listeners, Lord. Father, thank you for each and every one of us individually and collectively. Father, Bless each and every one of us, Father. Indeed, expand each of our territories. Cause your hand to be mightily upon each one of us. Keep each one of us from evil that we may not cause pain in Jesus' name. Lord, here we are, Lord, this day. We are available. Send each and every one of us on many miracle missions this day. Use us mightily for your glory. And Father, thank you for this day. Give us wisdom to be and do all that you'd have us be and do today and help us to have ears to hear and eyes to see what you want us to see and hear today. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Isaac, again, thank you so much for taking the time to, to share some of the insights that you shared on prayer. And I believe there will be of great encouragement to lots of our listeners. Praise the Lord. Amen. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. A reminder once again, if you'd like to get a copy of the Kingdom Prayers Prayer Tool, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share it with you. 
as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you are listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved, a wonderful day to commit your heart and life fully to the Lord. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you and be in touch with you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We want to share with you that literature that will help you to begin to become a vibrant and strong disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please get in touch with us again, joseph at afr.net. And once again, if you'd like to get a copy of the prayer tool, Kingdom Prayers, the latest version, which has additional prayer information beyond the first one we sent, email us. We'll be glad to get it to you again. Kingdom Prayers. My email, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get it to you. Thanks for listening. We've been looking today at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. Join us next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.